We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much, so many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important you are. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. So Arizona, now there's not that much on it. Uh, I've been trying to get a few books. They've been sold out or they don't exist anymore from uh, published in the 1800s. So I'm going with the encyclopedia.com mostly and a few other links. Like I said, it's not many links, but sufficient. I also have a book called American Martyrs from 1542 that there was four uh, martyred priests. And I'll read their biographies later. So the missions there, now most of this came is a product of New Mexico, the New Mexican uh, missions, so it's kind of spread out. So everything went from Mexico up into New Mexico and it kind of like treed out. So it went north to Colorado, west, Arizona, California, Texas, the east, uh, and I guess you could say northeast a little bit too. Kansas area. I think either you go through te- Texas. Or, I got a whole book on the Kansas ones. But like I said, Arizona, I'm low on the books on, so I'm just using the encyclopedia.com source for it. So the Roman Catholic history, historical heritage of Arizona dates back to 1539 when a small expedition under the le- leadership of Franciscan Fra Marcos de Niza, provincial of the Franciscans of New Spain, arrived in Atlanta. Primaria Alta, Spanish Viceroy of New Mexico, Antonio de Mendoza, had dispatched Fra Marcos north into the region from the Valley of Mexico. Fra Marcos with Esteban Amor, companion of Alvar Nunez Cabaza de Baca, on the latter's return to Mexico from Florida in 1536, serving as a guide at the vanguard of the expedition made his way as far northeast as the land of Zuni Kibola. In 1540 to 1542, Spanish expedition of Francisco Vasquez de Coronado brought additional missionaries into the area, traveling even further east to what would be known as present-day Kansas. A more concerted evangelization effort among the natives of Arizona began later with the appearance of other Franciscans venturing west to the land of the Zuni from New Mexico and Jesuits with Father Eustebo Francisco Quino as their leader. In April of 1598, Juan de Anita crossed the Rio Grande into what is now called the Kingdom of New Mexico after having stopped his expedition for Un Dia de Dar Gracias, a day of Thanksgiving. The Franciscans who came to New Mexico as part of the Entrada mission into the northern reaches of the land at least as far as Santa Fe. There they erected possibly as early as 1610 what is today recognized universally as the oldest church still in use in the present-day United States, Mission San Miguel. Eventually, the Franciscans made their way west to the land of the Zuni in future Arizona. 
laboring among the Zuni for some time, the Franciscans saw their endeavors interrupted with the Pueblo Revolt in Santa Fe, New Mexico in 1680. Even though the Spanish Catholic presence returned to Santa Fe in 1692 under the devout leadership of Don Diego de Vargas, governor of New Mexico twice from 1692 to 1697, and again from 1703 to 1704, further Franciscan evangelization of the Zuni from New Mexico failed to materialize. In the meantime, the work of Jesuit missionary Gustavo Francisco Quino began in the su southern part of the region, south of the Gala River. Quino was born in the small Italian mountain hamlet of Segno, near the border of Switzerland on August 10, 1645. Completing his studies and religious formation as a Jesuit, Kino was ordained and from university in Germany was selected to venture to Mexico as a missionary, departing the Spanish port city of Cadiz in January 1681. Eventually arriving in Mexico City, Father Kino mission in Baja, California for a time before ultimately being dispatched to the vast lands of New Spain's Prima Alta, that part of the territory referred as Nueva Navarra. There he was peacefully to promote the economic and social well-being of countless natives while catechizing among them. In that work, he found 22 churches and missions for the native sacramental lives, the best known of which is San Xavier del Bach Church in Tucson, Arizona. Father Kino never remained permanently at Mission San Xavier del Bach. Instead, he spent some 24 years headquartered at the first major church that he founded back in 1687, that of Nuestra Señora de la Dolores de Cosare, more than 100 year, miles south of San Xavier del Bach in Sonoros Valley of the Rio de San Miguel. Father Quino continued in his labors, and other missionaries increasingly came to assist him in evangelization of the people of Senora, Arizona, the Primary Alta. Outstanding among those missionaries, extraordinary was Father Augustin de Campos, who was by Quino's side when a Jesuit from Italy died on March 15, 1711, in Magdalena, Sonora, Mexico. Catholic evangelization among the natives south of the Gala River continued after the death of Father Kino, beyond the region where an imaginary line met, might be drawn from Tucson in the south to present-day Flagstaff in the north all the way from west to Kingman and the Mojave Desert. The land was mostly parched and difficult to settle. The Spanish royal government discouraged migrants, the Irish for example, from entering the land, who were neither Catholic nor loyal to Spain. Because of their century-long struggle with the English and the latter's occupation and attempted an Anglicization of Ireland, many Irish left their homeland and resided in Spain before venturing to the Americas. Some of those immigrants eventually came to Arizona. One such Irishman was Hugo O'Connor. Born in Dublin, Ireland in 1734 with a Gaelic name, Hugh O'Connor, he became a resistor to the English presence in Ireland and eventually was forced to flee to Spain. He entered the volunteer regiment of Aragon and was sent to New Spain, serving first in Cuba and then in Mexico. The Spanish began to refer to him as Hugo O'Connor. Because of the prominent red hair, he was also became known as Captain Coronado. From 1767 to 1770, he served the Spanish government as governor of Texas. In 1776, the Viceroy of New Spain named O'Connor Comandante Inspector. 
and assigned him the task of establishing order and security along the northern frontier of Spain's territory from Texas to California. While serving the Spanish crown in that capacity, O'Connor established the Presidio at Tucson near Mission San Xavier del Bac in 1775, later transferred to the Yucatan as governor. O'Connor died there in 1779. Like O'Connor, the last viceroy of New Spain that the Spanish government dispatched to Mexico was Irish, Don Juan O'Donnell, more accurately known as Sean O'Donohoe. It was O'Donohoe that signed the August 23, 1821 Treaty of Cordoba with Augustin Iturbide, granting Mexican independence and ensuring that the Catholic Church would be established in the new nation of Mexico. Acting upon the request of Bishop Benito Crespa of Durango, Mexico, the Spanish crown began to focus more attention on sending missionaries into the northern region, Primaria Alta, as had happened earlier to missionaries in other areas of New Spain, where an indigenous people's revolts against the Spanish erupted the land of Guadal, north of Las Floridas, in the late 17th century, for example, priests were killed. In the case of the future Arizona, priests died in the Piman Revolt of 1751, and then in 1767, a final blow came to the sons of St. Ignatius and their dedication to Catholic evangelization of the Primaria Alta, when King Charles III of Spain, acting upon misguided advice from his liberal ministers, expelled the Jesuits from all Spanish lands. A year later, in 1768, Franciscans appeared in the Primaria Alta to continue the work of missioning, missioning until the more hierarchical structured church could be put into place. From 1779 to the Tria Guadalupe Hidalgo, signed the Udes in Mexico in 1848, following the American annexation of much of northern Mexico after the invasion of our country in 1846. The land that was become Arizona fell under the ecclesiastical jurisdiction of the Bishop of Sonora, Mexico. In 1850, Arizona became identified as part of the newly established U.S. territory of New Mexico. In 1868, Arizona became a vicariate, and a French priest from Claremont, Jean-Baptiste Sapointe, was named Vicar Apostolic. Sapointe labored dedicatedly for 15 years to build up the Catholic presence in Arizona. In April 1884, he was named co-adjutor Archbishop of Santa Fe, but served as an apost apostolic administrator of Arizona until May 1st, 1885. On August 18th, 1885, Sapointe succeeded former Archbishop John Baptiste Lamay as head of the Archdiocese. Back in Arizona on that same day of May 1st, 1885, Father P Peter Borgarde, also from the Diocese of Claremont, was consecrated bishop and vicar apostate of Arizona. Several years later, on May 10, 1897, he became the first bishop of Tucson. In June 1900, another French priest, Henri Grandjean of the Archdiocese of Lyon, assumed ecclesiastical authority of the Diocese of Tucson. Grandjean would emerged as one of Tucson's diocese's longest-serving and most dedicated ordinaries, focusing especially on the needs of the poor and Hispanic Catholics of his diocese. The first American-born bishop of Tucson and the ordinary who headed the diocese for almost 37 years was Bishop Daniel James Gerke of Philadelphia. Gerke was ordained bishop of Tucson on November 6, 1923, and he served until his retirement in September 1960 at the age of 80. He passed away in Tucson March 19th, 
1964. Four Arizonan martyrs, they were all Franciscans. Father Jose de Espalata, Father Augustin de Santa Maria, Father Jose de Figueroa, Father Jose de Trujillo. Father de Espalata was a veteran of three decades of mission work. A native of Estela, Navarre, Spain, he was pastor of the Hippo Mission in San Miguel at Orabia. He was assisted by Father de Santa Maria from Pascuelo, Mexico, who had arrived at the mission in 1674. The American Bishop's Report gives the probable date of their death as August 11, allowing for the distance a runner would have to come. This is all coming from the book American Martyrs from 1542. Father Figueroa was born in Mexico City and arrived in Northern Mission in 1674. He was pastor of San Bernardo Mission in Awatobi, a Moqui village where he was killed probably on August 11th. Death came to Father de Trujillo from Cadiz, Spain at the Friary of San Bartholomew in the Moqui village of Zagapadi. He had worked in the Philippines before going to New Mexico in 1674. Before he left Manila, the abbess of the poor Clare convent there told him that he would win a martyr's crown in his new assignment. Shortly after the arrival among the Moquis, he wrote a confrere in Mexico that the Blessed Virgin, who had healed a crippled Indian girl, told the child that with a few years the land would be destroyed because it had little respect for priests. For Father Trujillo, this prediction came true with his death on August 11th. I misspoke earlier and I only had four martyrs. There was actually six. One was the proto-martyr, Father Martin de Arvide, Franciscan, 1632. Another Father Francisco Porras, 1633. After Father de Trito, who had been killed, this is back in New Mexico, his murderers went in pursuit of his visitor, Father Martin de Arvida, who was headed to the Moqui, or Hopi, Indians in Arizona where other missioners were at work, a distance of about seven days from Hawiku. Some old manuscripts refer to the tribe of Zipia, and this is assumed to be the Zuni name for the Moqui, who dwelt in the west of the Zuni. Father de Arvida had been traveling for five to six days when the pursuers caught up to his party on February 27th. The two soldiers were put to death first, and then the Franciscan was beaten with clubs. The youth Lorenzo, who had been raised by the missioner, became an apostate, probably to save himself. He hacked off the priest's right hand and then his scalp while the priest was still alive. These further indignities caused the missioner's death. This is from the source of Heroes of the Cross by Marian Habig. Father Francisco Porres, 1633. Between the years 1935 and 1939, an archaeological team from Harvard University excavated at a site of the Moqui Hopi Indian village of Awatobi in northern Arizona. Among other findings, they uncovered the foundations of a large church and from its ruins found the grave of a Franciscan missionary, possibly the founder of the parish, Father Francisco Porres. Father Porres arrived among the Moqui in 1629 to found Mission San Bernardo de Awatobi. He was accompanied by two other Franciscans who were put in charge of Moqui outstations. Father Porres while studying the Hopi language, began the building of the church that would be the center of their work. Within nine months, he had mastered the Indian tongue, and his work was blessed with success, particularly after treating and restoring sight to the chief's 12-year-old son, who had been blind from birth. 
he was baptizing about a thousand Indian converts a year. However, his success brought the enmity of tribal medicine men who managed to poison his food. Shortly after eating the food, Father Porres realized what had happened. He sent for one of his companions from whom he received the last sacraments on his knees. He began to recite Psalm 31, In you, O Lord, I take refuge. When he reached the verse, Into your hands I command my spirit, he expired. 